It's Spencer Hughes, and this is the Spencer Hughes Positivity Podcast called Hughes from the Heart. I appreciate you being here very, very much. Thanks to all who are listening. If you like what you hear in this podcast, please come over to the premium content. We need you there to help continue the spread of positive vibrations and good energy and human compassion all sorts of things positive at patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. Patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. I appreciate all the support. I appreciate my sponsors like Riverdance Soapworks making the best artisan soaps I've ever used at a fraction of the price of artisan soaps. You go to farmer's markets, you go to boutique shops, and some of these places are charging you 15 bucks for a bar of soap. It's crazy, and it only lasts you like three showers, and then it, it's all gone, right? It suds away. Riverdance Soapworks make quality products with the environment in mind that's right friendly on your body and friendly on the earth as well you can find them on social media and you can order from their website from anywhere on earth i have listeners as far away as south korea who have ordered products at riverdancesoapworks.com that's riverdancesoapworks.com there's another article on what is being called doom scrolling, and I want to talk about this a little bit. It's a theme that we come back to every once in a while during coronavirus especially, and that is the danger of just drowning yourself in negative bullish in news. Pardon me, but it's true. All this negativity and all this stuff in the news over and over and over and over in an endless news cycle. It used to be people gathered around. I know some of you aren't old enough to understand this, but we used to gather around the TV and watch the 7 o'clock evening news or the 10 o'clock news. And we'd watch it for half an hour and then it would be over and that was it. And if we wanted to, we could come back and watch the news again in the morning. But that was about it. We had frequent updates, you know, as things were happening on the radio and on TV. But there wasn't Twitter. There wasn't Facebook. There wasn't Reddit. There wasn't all this stuff just putting out a bunch of negativity. Now, I'm not saying they're all negative, but there's a great amount of negativity out there, especially in the news. I have been in the news media for almost 30 years. I have worked in newsrooms in some of the biggest radio stations in America, and I'm telling you right now, they are addicted to bad news. They are addicted to it because we're addicted to it. For some reason, they know that they can sell us bad news. They could sell us murder and mayhem. I call it death, disease, destruction, deceit. They're the D right? The diabolical D's. Death, disease, destruction. It's just over and over and over again. If you notice, most stories in the news have to do with death, disease, destruction, deceit, all these D's, right? If it's not the pandemic, it's rioting. If it's not rioting, it's out of control protests. If it's not that, it's out of control police. If not that, it's this, and you're going to die from COVID. You're going to die from this. Oh, no, wait, you're not going to die from COVID, but you're going to get hit by a bus tomorrow. And then this is happening over here. And then on top of that, your sports team lost today, and they're in the worst shape they've been in in 30 seasons. Over and over and over, all you see is just doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Well, experts are saying what I've been saying for 20 plus years, and that is spending too much time on social media can be damaging to your mental health, especially when you're consuming nothing but negative news. This is from KDKA, a Pittsburgh CBS local station. Are you finding yourself wasting too many hours online? You hop in bed. What do you do? You grab your phone. You open your social media. You wake up. The first thing we do before we even take a breath, first thing we do is grab our phones and we're looking through Twitter like a bunch of maniacs. You know it's true. I know it's true. We all do it. I'm as guilty of it as you are. But all of us do this. Now, I don't do it for the doom and gloom because I don't follow doom and gloom people. I used to. I used to be very different than I am now. And uh, there's still some bleed over from people retweeting things that I don't want to see anymore. 
I don't want to see the videos of people getting punched in the head a hundred times on the subway tracks. I don't want to see uh, videos of dogs being mutilated. I don't want to see videos of people getting shot in the supermarket. I don't want to see videos of people kicking uh, the doors down on Black Friday and, and mobbing each other for $5 savings on a television set. I don't want to surround myself by that because I believe that what you put your focus on expands. What you put your focus on expands. And that is why they don't talk about this in any of these articles, but I'm talking about it because it's important too. And that is what you focus on expands. And that is why this doom scrolling is so terrible for you because that becomes your reality. If your exposure to the world is framed through pessimism and through negativity and through uncertainty and through paranoia, that is how everything in the world is going to appear to you. Sooner or later, it will. But we do this every night. We go to bed with the negativity. We wake up to more negativity. Hannah Walker, originally from Virginia Beach, is one of these so-called doom scrollers. She says she can't help herself, and I don't like when people say that. I can't help but be fat. I can't help but be this. I can't help but be... You can help it. You can help it. There is something you can do about it. You can turn your damn notifications off, and you can uh, stop watching the TV 15 hours a day, and you can stop listening to all your negative friends and maybe unfriend them altogether or silence them on Facebook. You can silence people that are too negative so you don't have to see their posts every time they get a gash in their leg and bloody wounds and somebody, you know, gets hit by a streetcar, they post it. And every time an airplane goes down, they post it. You can do something about it. Walker says, though, especially on Twitter with all those headlines, especially at night while you're in bed. Well, nobody is putting that phone in your hand with all due respect, Hannah Walker. Nobody is making you do that. You have control. You're not a dog. You're not a cat. You're not a monkey. You're not a canary. You have the wherewithal to stop yourself. The Counseling and Wellness Center of Pittsburgh told KDKA that the pandemic has logged more people online and digging for despair. That's a good way of putting it. We dig for despair. Why would we dig for despair? I don't want to dig for despair. I want to dig for good stuff. I want to mine for positivity. I want to mine for mindfulness. I want to peck at the news for positivity and good cheer and good energy. Nicole Monteleone is co-founder of the Counseling and Wellness Center and says people are just addicted to it. We can't stop. And again, that's erroneous. We can stop. We have to decide to stop. I'm on a 50 by 50 quest right now. Let me explain. When I was 40 years old, just before my 40th birthday, in my 39th year, I said, you know what? I got to lose weight. I got to lose about 40 pounds. So I turned it into kind of a radio promo thing to make myself accountable. And I told all my listeners that uh, I'm going to lose 40 pounds by my 40th birthday. And I did by the hair on my chinny chin chins. Get it? Chins? Multiple? Never mind. From the hair on my chinny-chin-chins, I made it. 40 pounds by my 40th birthday. Now I'm on a new quest I just announced this week to lose 50 pounds by my 50th birthday, which is February 1st of this coming year. So I'm going to try to do that. But I can't stop myself. I uh, I didn't have Burger King for lunch like I wanted to yesterday. People in the office had Burger King. I didn't have it. People in the office had Chinese food the day before. Very delicious, but very, very fattening. I said no, I didn't want it. So I am in control. You are in control as well. This whole idea of an addiction, this is something we are doing to ourselves. We, it's a self-created problem where we just get so dependent on our phones. We get so dependent on scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. How about you do this? If you're going to be addicted to your phone, be addicted to positivity. Right now, almost my entire Twitter feed, people I follow on social media, they're positive movers and shakers. When I go through Twitter, I find Zen quotations. I find Buddhist quotations. I find quotations on mindfulness and minimalism and meditation and simplicity and the beauty of life. So you can maintain that. If you want to call it an addiction, call it an addiction. But you are in control of the content that you scroll through. 
It doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. So it's up to you. Dr. Candice Bernesser, a psychiatrist at the University of Pittsburgh, said, What is really impactful is what you're doing when you're online. Birnesser recommends identifying your triggers, phasing them out of your timelines, and keeping a social media schedule. The doctor says, There's research to indicate social media use an hour or half hour before bed can impact the disturbance of your sleep through the entire night. It's true. Why would you go to bed with the last images in your head being car wrecks and plane crashes and children starving and pandemics and and protests? Why would you do that to yourself just before going to bed? There's a reason why a lot of people have a nice calming, non-caffeinated tea and read a book or listen to some nice calming music or fall asleep to guided meditations on YouTube or Spotify or even listening to podcasts like this one. It's your choice. You could become a doom scroller or a positivity scroller. Which one will you be? I'm Spencer Hughes. Again, if you like what you hear, please support the premium content. I update it every day. There's different tier levels on Patreon, depending on how much you want to get. If you want just audio, if you want some video, want longer form stuff, that's how it works. So go check it out for yourself. You can get in for as little as a dollar a month, and I hope you will sign up today. That's three pennies a day. The average person spends... 30 bucks a month on coffee or something crazy like that. It's craziness, right? 30 bucks a month on coffee and people say they don't have a buck a month for a positivity podcast. You do. It's just where you prioritize your time and money and energy, I think. Remember, what you focus on expands. Try to focus on something other than caffeine and overrated coffee houses, huh? I'm Spencer Hughes. Thanks a lot for being here. This is Hughes from the Heart, and we will have more free content for you pretty soon. I try to update stuff several times a week. We are now being heard in 12 different countries, hundreds of cities around America and around the world, and I thank you for that. We are in everywhere from South Korea to Spain. We are in Canada. We are in the UK. We are all over the place, even in Australia. And, uh, It's awesome. We're in Yukon, Oklahoma, and we're in the Yukon Territory in Canada. So fantastic growth for the podcast. Let's keep it going, my friends. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. Take care. Much love to you.